Hey friends, I'm Laura Malone and I'm obsessed with all things coaching, self-coaching, life coaching, specific niche coaching, all of it. For 20 years, I've been a traveling, homeschooling, full-time ministering, multi-passionate mom who finally decided to take the dream of starting my own business off of that top shelf. I realized that what I'd been doing all my life was called coaching. Then I found out it could be both ministry to those around me and a business blessing. Now I'm sharing everything I've learned over the years as coach, entrepreneur, and imperfect human who's still in process. I'm inviting you to my table laid out with a feast of spirit-led strategies, tangible tools, growth God's way, and clarity about your callings in life. So get ready to become the hero in your own story and an amazing guide to others. And now, enjoy the show. Hello from the Christian Life Coach Collective. I want to remind you that on the website, sterlingandstonementoring.com, if you go to the podcast page and scroll down, there's a place where you can submit questions and topics that you would like to hear about. Because podcasting is an interesting thing to use in order to deliver content. There's kind of some rules that go along with it, right? There's a list of hundreds of things that I want to tell you that, and I want to tell you quickly so you can be equipped now. But that's mixed with the fact that I need to keep it, you know, 10 to 30 minutes long for your attention span and also mix practical things with personal things to make it interesting. There's just some dynamics about podcasting that keep me from being able to um, give you immediate information in every area like I would be able to if I had written a book and you were able to read it on your own timing as you know kind of an on-demand and pick even pick the chapters that you want to read that would benefit you right now so since some of you are listening to these episodes as they're being published you're probably missing some content that you would like to know about now but it won't come until the future whether that's next week or next year you might not even know what you don't know right and you want something when you know about business or um, sessions or what to do with a client in this situation, etc. Well, down the road, listeners are going to find the podcast when there's 200 episodes or more, and they can just pick and choose. But right now, at the point of episode 33 being published, you know, I want to tell you if you're with me right now, I actually really do want to know what your most pressing needs in coaching are. So please go to the website. And share with me what is on your heart, what you're worried about, what you're Googling, what you're interested in, you know, anything about coaching, throw it out there to me. Because I would love to get to that sooner for my current listeners than maybe that thing is on my uh, podcast planning spreadsheet, right? But what if it's not coming until September? And you're like, I really need that right now. Tell me about it. I really want to hear My episodes are broken down into these categories. So coaching foundations, business building, uh, client session creation, um, niche coaching, client tools, your personal, like your coach mindset, and self-coaching, things, tactics that work for anybody and everybody. So let me know what you want. And, you know, while you're there, check out the greenhouse course so you can get trained and certified as a Sterling and Stone mentoring coach. Um, It's just a small bespoke group of us. So you get a lot of attention. And I'm really excited to start this next one, July 14th with a new group of students. And 
if you want to be in, you still have some time. You'll get business foundations and coaching strategies, coaching hours and practice, um, personal transformation because you'll actually get coached. So that'll actually be individual for you. And you'll get a group of like directed friends that this is all integrated so that at the end you feel confident in taking your unique next right steps for your calling as a coach. So I'd love to have you inside of the greenhouse. That way, you know, you can turn around and be transplanted and fruitful in your world and the spheres of influence that God's put you in. All right, let's get to this. Today's episode is short, but powerful. So there are three keys that I believe you need to pursue to be a great coach. And three is an important number biblically. And a triad is always powerful any way that you see it. So you've got the triune being of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, And we're made in his image as a body, a soul, and a spirit. Um, The Bible says that a three-strand cord isn't easily broken. And even like the, the pyramids, you know, they're triangular structures. They're considered to be among the strongest structures on the planet. So three is always important to me in so many areas. And I, I was praying about it and, and research, like just kind of writing out and researching what are the top three things that I believe in that help you become a great coach that I believe that you need to always pursue the keys that you need in your pocket. If you are not operating at a high level in any of these areas yet, that's okay. But I want to give you some direction, like a horizon to move towards in the future. These keys are in my pocket. And that enables me to believe in your ability to pursue them and grow in them. So let's head into what they are. Number one, you have to believe in people. Coaches believe in other people. It's, there's a store. I saw one, one of the many addresses I've had over the past 20 years. Uh, I don't even remember what city it was in, but it was called OMG. And I got closer to the door and it, OMG stood for Old Made Good. And I thought, oh, I just really love that because that's how I feel about situations and people, whether they're whether it's um, something that's old, something that's broken, something that is um, just like I, I love to refinish furniture. I see things and I see potential of what it could be if I invested myself into it. And I feel the same way with people. I feel like people deserve to be invested in and paid attention to and i i'm not saying old made good (laughs) i only mean that regarding like furniture okay so don't take that personally um be able to see the potential of who people can become what they can achieve You have to believe that everybody has the ability to grow, achieve, and succeed. And as a coach, you see that somebody, you know, if they don't believe in themselves, you recognize they just need some encouragement, some attention, some new tools, and a lot of hope. My grandma was an example for motherhood, but she was also my example for coaching because she was really my first life coach. She made me feel significant. 
She listened to my heart and guided me gently, helped me become a growth-minded person. So think about who in your life has shown you examples of coaching. And, you know, maybe nobody has been the picture of perfection, but perhaps several people have sewn small bits and pieces throughout the years. Take note of them because people who set examples in your life help you learn from that and grow forward. Take what somebody else has sewn into you that grew you or encouraged you and let that let that reap fruit in your own life and your own coaching. Again, examples help you to see one, do one, and teach one. In addition, believing in people means believing what God says about other people, regardless of your how your soul has opinions and judgments and preferences. Recognize that God says about each person he sets in front of you, this one is mine. And I believe that the foundation of the prophetic is simply knowing what the Father says. So move in the prophetic simply by saying, Father, what do you say about him or her? This is going to powerfully impact your ability to speak into somebody's life and know what God wants to do, even if you aren't sharing faith with them and openly speaking um, from a standpoint of believing in Jesus. It doesn't matter. You can know what God says about somebody, even if you don't say to them outrightly, God says this. You can encourage and edify people and give them direction based on how God speaks to you. The second key, you have to become a lifelong learner yourself. You have to go read and listen to everything you can to help you you grow personally, to help you grow as a coach, and to to help you grow as an entrepreneur, okay? You have to invest into your own potential the same way that you invest into others. Up-leveling has to be a way of life for you. If you stop growing, you're going to cease to bear fruit in your coaching. That said, if you find yourself lacking inspiration, then go find voices in books and podcasts and other places that speak to you and stir up your imagination, and your hope. Get curious, ask questions. And my rule is that you should try to consume um, what, when you consume, let's just say that. Try to make 90% of it something that can help you turn around and produce. I've talked about this before. So for instance, when I read fictional books, I take notes of what something inside of them means to me. A character says something, or maybe I get an idea, or the author has revealed something about human nature that I want to um, turn into content or coaching tool or something like that. Maybe it's just a powerful statement that I can use in content or coaching. As a lifelong learner, you have to grab everything that's in front of you and contextualize it and see how it could be used in what you do and who you are. And you have to find ways to organize that. So create folders on your on your computer, in your notes app, in Google Docs, whatever you have to do, and discern the kinds of things that you write down. I actually, in my notes app on my phone, I have a folder that's um, called episodes. Now I don't have to go into that folder to create a new note that is about an episode or an idea or even a full-blown written out 
episode. Um, all I have to do is type in hashtag EPI. And that associates my note with that folder in my notes. I've set it up so that all I have to do is while I'm driving, I talk to text and I tell my phone in a note and I, I put in hashtag EPI and it automatically files it where I can come back and find it. If I ever lack inspiration, I have a thousand notes that I can go to to decide which one I want to share about. So find ways to organize everything that you do because whatever you learn is only going to go so far if you don't use it. Writing it out, um, better yet teaching it to the very next person you meet, anything is going to help you retain it. So as soon as you learn something, find a way to pour it out in your life and in your coaching. Journal it, share it, whatever you have to do. Um, one day, somebody told me something I thought was powerful, and I'm going to pass on this little tool because I am a teacher through storytelling often. I actually try to uh, do not do that as much in the podcast as I do when I'm generally like in a relationship or a friendship or even some of my client sessions. I share a lot of stories and life experience because I want to share examples that you can draw from and contextualize for yourself. Well, this person said, I'm not telling you this to impress you. I'm telling you to impress upon you. And I thought that's a really great way, a statement to let anybody in front of you know that what you're trying to share with them isn't to impress them, but it's really you're trying to help them and guide them. Not everybody uh, interprets what you say as helpfulness. Sometimes people are going to say, you're just name dropping or you're just, you know, you're bragging about something you've done or a place you've been. Not necessarily. I'm probably, personally for me, bragging about something or name dropping is the last thing on my mind. My heart is generally, in the intention is to share what I've learned, share my experience so somebody can grow from it. <laughs> but if you're, if somebody else's intent, um, heart's intention would take it that way, their interpretation of what I've said is bragging or whatever it is, um, yeah, I want them to know that my heart and intention isn't to impress them. I don't care about impressing anybody. I don't know the last time I did. <laughs> I could probably use some work in that area, but I do want to impress things upon you. So I'm sharing that with you in case that comes up for you in a situation or you feel like somebody thinks that about you. It's I think it's not a bad way to be able to express to somebody what your intention is. The third key is that you need to know how powerful the mind is. It is a very, very powerful tool and the world is really waking up to it. There's a lot of brain science. There's a lot of mindset information and coaching and books thing out there. And as a Christian, I believe in science wholeheartedly because science to me is simply the study of everything that God made. Now, it doesn't matter that other people and scientists may interpret their study of all that God made and leave him out of it, because I still believe that they're studying everything God made. So it doesn't change God. It doesn't change science. 
Science is the study of something. So even if other people don't understand how a being like God could bring all of this magnificent world together, it doesn't disqualify him or undo the truth if they leave him out of it. So when you study brain science and mindsets and personal development and self-awareness, there is truth to everything you find mixed in it. But not all of it is tied to how God made us in his image as triune beings. And a lot of personal development stuff and brain science out there, it's going to lead you astray if you're not careful. So bless your spirit to lead your soul to be intimately connected to God and able to discern what is truth, what is not, and how your spirit can lead your mind. I love the study of the brain and the mind, and I see God in all of it. Everything I read, Christian or not, I see God. I'm able to find him, even if the people who wrote it or taught it or whatever they're doing, even if they don't see God in it, I do because he's in all of it. And I love to find him and turn it around and give it away. So I hope to do that on this podcast for you. So to recap, the three keys that you need in order to pursue being a great coach are number one, believe in people and who God says they are. Number two, become a lifelong learner. Continue to pursue growth. Be an open-minded, growth-minded person. And number three, be in pursuit of truth and the knowledge about the power of the mind, what the word says about it, and how the enemy tries to attack it, and how that can actually help you get greater results for your clients and in your life, more fruitfulness, because you understand how God wants to help you change lives and bring transformation. I said this was going to be short and powerful, and it is still under 20 minutes, so let's call that short. (laughs) I would think I was trying to shoot for maybe 12 minutes, but not too bad. Anyway, I hope that you are blessed by this, and I will say too, this is something I'm not very good at doing. I have started a community on Facebook. It is Christian Life Coach uh, Collective. And I would love to see people get in there and let's start having conversations. And that's another place that you can let me know what kind of topics, what kind of uh, questions are on your mind. You can do that there and we can connect. I would love to have feedback because with podcasting, you don't get what you get from social media. Nobody likes it or hearts it. And so I really don't know too much about uh, what everybody is thinking or feeling about a particular episode, but I would really love to know the ins and outs of it. And I invite you over there, the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group. And like I said, we just started it. So there's only a few people in there. And I'm not a huge social media person. So I'm really trying hard to become someone who can it, remember to go to Facebook because there are people that I care about, I want to sew into, and I want to be connected to. I never really had that in the past before having a business. And yeah, I want to do that and I want to meet you over there. So I hope you have a great day. Until next time. Are you ready to become a hero in your own story by investing in yourself through life coaching? 
Are you looking to become an amazing guide to others by becoming a coach or up-leveling your current practice? Then check out sterlingandstonementoring.com to see how we can work together. And don't forget it's really easy to say thanks if any of this free content has been a blessing to you just by leaving a quick written review over on Apple Podcasts. And thank you in advance.